Thank you. Yes, you're listening to J-Air, either on radio through 88FM in Melbourne, Australia, or streaming audio from our website at j-air.com.au. This information comes to us from a newsletter published by the Zionist Federation of Australia. More information is emerging about Israel's intelligence failure ahead of the 7th of October attacks. There are reports that the head of military intelligence is set to resign and retire from his post. Jeremy Liebler, the president of the Zionist Federation of Australia and Zionist Victoria President Yossi Goldfarb, have sent a letter to the Victorian branch of the Australian Education Union about the union's call for its teacher members to breach the code of conduct over Palestine. Parts of the union are endorsing actions that would appear to clearly breach the teacher's code of conduct, which risks increasing intimidation of Jewish students in public schools. The letter has been published in the Herald Sun newspaper. Hamas has claimed that the Bibas children, the red-headed 10-month-old Kfir and 4-year-old Ariel, along with their mother, have been killed. The IDF has warned that this might be psychological warfare and is investigating the claims. According to the Jerusalem Post, the Israeli economy is in for a very rough ride, but no one knows just how bad it will be. There's a link to that article in the newsletter. And the ZFA is providing answers to the top issues of the day so that you can understand and discuss them confidently with those around you. If you want to brush up on your knowledge of the laws of armed conflict, then visit the FAQ section of the newsletter, where you'll find a link to a number of frequently asked questions on the topic. These items have come to us courtesy of a newsletter published by the Zionist Federation of Australia. For more and to stay up to date with other community news, visit their website at zfa.com.au. J-Air 88 FM Howdy folks and welcome to another edition of 10K Radius brought to you by MGM Productions every Friday on J-Air 88FM. Morning lads. Morning Gary, good morning Moshi. Good morning, good morning everyone. It's uh, the first day of summer, Gary. Yes, first day of summer know. and it's uh, no sun. It's far far enough and guts. <laughs> the only sun I saw was the Herald Sun. This morning, which I will refer to in Twatton, there is an article there. Don't give them too many free Interesting. Points. On the front page. Hold the front page! Just in case you're interested in the weather forecast. Yeah, I'm interested. Yeah, at the moment in Melbourne, it's 18.1, heading for a top temperature of 
19. Right. It is going to get warmer. It's going to be 32, I think, uh, during the coming week. Tomorrow, for showers, minimum of 15 showers with an 80% chance of rain. Right. I'll have to wear my galoshes. Yeah. Take your brolly, which you're not allowed to do on Shabbos. No, you can take the brolly. You've got the aerial, but you can't open it because it forms a tent. You're doing work. You can't. You can't uh, erect, erect a structure. One of the thirty-nine prohibitions, Moshe. You can't do it. No, 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 no erections on Shabbos. Oh, you very. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go no there, Moshe. Don't go. No it's an 80% chance of rain tomorrow. Cloudy, high chance of showers, most likely in the morning and afternoon. Not much left after that, is there? No, not really. Southerly winds, 15 to 25 kilometres an hour, becoming light in the late evening. So you're going to get wet. Oh, well. Maybe my hair will start growing again. What about the floods? The floods? Good. Where it's are the floods? All over the place. Malakuta, down that way. Yeah, oh, down the east coast. Right. Yeah. Okay. People are suffering, you know. You had a heat wave in uh, Perth right. recently. Yeah, Gary? It was hot. It was. 40 degrees most days. days. A heat wave is regarded as more than one day these days. Yeah. They call it climate change, but the climate's never changed. There's always been floods, there's and there's always, always been, been heat waves. So I don't know what they're talking about when they how talk about like climate have, change. Where's it changed? How would you like to have lived in Marble Bar in Western Australia? Pretty hot place. You've got they to certainly the, put on your 50-plus there. They had the world record, or still have the world record, of days, consecutive days above 100 degrees. Which I think is 116. Mm, right. One of the highest. Abyssal Varum was uh, 54 degrees in Texas or Memphis. I can't remember. 54 degrees recently. Mm. Yes, that Let's would have, that would have fried your eggs. Why <laughs> should they call it Hub Sim? Yeah. Hamsim. Hamsim. Hamsim's a hot wind, isn't mm. it? Yeah, it's a combined, hot wind. Combined, yeah. Let's play so it's like the Fremantle Doctor. Now that's a cool wind. Oh, that's the cool. What's the one? The other one, uh, Gary. You're from that area. What's uh, the one that comes in in the afternoon? That's the Fremantle Doctor. That's the Fremantle Doctor. That's okay. the cooling yeah. breeze, right, from the west off the ocean, right. If it comes from the east, then you're in. You're in big in trouble. In that's off the Nullarbor. Here's the disclaimer. Yes. So we can say what we like. No, we can't. Oh, I better turn the <laughs> volume up. Hang on. Expressed by its presenters or guests, J-Air presents a wide variety of views and opinions, which is to the benefit and purpose of community radio. I played it, but you couldn't hear the beginning of it. No. So I'll play it again. You better. J-Air is not responsible for the views and opinions expressed by its presenters or guests. J-Air presents a wide variety of views and opinions which is to the benefit and purpose of community radio. That's us. That's better. And that was Mark Skernick. We yes. give him a, a, a shout-out for all his uh, good work over the years. Kol HaKavod, Mark, and Shabbat Shalom. Yes. Got a terrific voice for radio. He's yeah, got been a good in the game. He's got a good head for radio, too. <laughs> a good head. Right. 
Today is Friday the December the 1st, as we mentioned, the first day of summer, on the calendar anyway, yep. not on the practical. It means it's the first day of winter in, in the, the Northern Hemisphere. Correct, Moisha, yeah, that's correct, yeah. It's day 335 of 365, 30 days left after Not March, that. we're in the Flemington Strait. Yeah, the countdown. Countdown, yep. get, get uh, your whips out. And the 1st of December 2023 coincides with the 18th of Kislev, 5,784. Yep. Chai. 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 Chai there. When my dad heard the word Chai, he used to reply with Chai straw. He didn't know what they're talking about when he came to Australia. Chai, what's this word, Chai? Chai straw. Straw. And? That, that, yeah, that was it. Okay. And don't forget, the countdown is on to Hanukkah. Only a few days left. I've yeah. got a, a, a Yiddish song including Hanukkah. Ma, Martha Schlemmer. Hanukkah or Hanukkah. We'll play the... the oh, yeah, that classic. Uh, Ayon Tefashene. Yeah. yeah. A lustig yeah, yeah, we like candles. Pasha of the week is Vayishlach. Yeah. Which means, and he sent... And is found in Genesis 32.4. Light candles this evening at 8.08. Yep, spot got on. Got that right? Yep. yep. And Shabbos ends tomorrow at 9.13. Yep. Spot I knew on. you'd be one off. 9.14. I got 9.13. Yep. Looking. Where do you get your information from? I get it from uh, I get it from this calendar that I've got in my hand. It's the Rabbinical College of Australia New Zealand Diary. Oh, uh, the Yeshiva Gadoyla. They add a minute. So, uh, they, add, they add a minute to the Lubavitchers. Yeah, they do. There you oh, go. Just in the case. The Adasniks add a lot more. And tomorrow is the 19th of Kislev. Don't forget Daylight Savings started on the 1st of October and ends on the 7th of April next year. You're counting the days I'm counting down. Counting the days. He's counting the, the seconds. Yeah. And the air of his kosher. Oh, whoopee. We can count we can carry the umbrellas. And don't forget, next Thursday evening, the seventh of December, we light the first candle and kick off Hanukkah for eight days. Yes. And commemorate Pearl Harbor. So the seventh mm. of December is Erev Hanukkah, but we light the first candle yep. on that night. And we increase and each night. Friday. When we'll be in next, yep. the 8th of December, is uh, the first day of Correct. Hanukkah. yep. We'll talk about more next week on Hanukkah, and I think I've got a special guest coming on the phone, Gary. Got an interesting Hanukkah story. Okay. We'll stay tuned for that one. Is he coming in dressed as a big candle? <laughs> a latka. We'll light a fire underneath If him. he's from Italy, he could be oh, a Roman top. candle. A Roman oh, candle, yeah. yeah. Uh, now, we have a big program today, of course. Uh, we're going to mention in the lives of others and a tribute to Henry Kissinger, who died... Yeah. Valet, Henry Kissinger. Well, he died overnight, aged 100. 100. He yeah. made it with a big six. Yeah. <laughs> Over the long boundary. Over the long boundary. And... Uh, the first uh, Yiddish Secretary of State in the United States. Nobel Peace Prize winner. Yeah, 
and also Anthony Blinken, correct, is the second. We'll talk about that more later. There's a very strong yes. connection between both of them. Right. And we'll have the lives of others, every Jew in the world. We've got a couple of beauties in the lives of others. Of beauties, stay tuned. Yep. Around the shtadel, around the shuls, trotting from around the Jewish world with Meishi. That's me. That's him. That's the bloke over there with no hair on. That's it. A I cover I cover, I cover my head with the yarmulke. A few jokes. The Pasha of the Week by Shlach and commentary. Shout outs. Council Corner if we find any. I left the magazine at home. Do you get that council magazine? Yes. It's, yeah, it's not too bad. I got a good joke. One councillor passed away. David Zinger. Uh, doctor. We refer to him as doctor early in the week. He was a lefty. And a green. He was a green. green. He yeah, was green. Me and Gary have met him. Yeah. I've sat next to him at uh, AGM. Which, oh. talking about AGM, Gary, remind listeners, this coming Sunday at 10.30am, but to vote you need to be a financial member, correct, Gary? You have to be a member to vote. Yep. But you the can come along as an observer yep. if you wish. Yep. But to vote and have a say in the running of the station, you must pay your $54. Yep. And if you want the address of the venue, you have to ring us direct because we're not giving out uh, oh, for security right. measures. No, it's better not, Gary. It's on the website. Do we want another episode of 40 Palestinians coming? We'll talk about that one later too, Moshe. Very upsetting. Forty Palestinians came where to the uh, to the crown pol- crown where they were staying. F- uh, families ah, where the, the, uh, the hostage fam- families families were, were there. Yeah, yeah, shocking. Let's shocking. play the membership promo. Enjoy listening to Jay Air. Support us and become a member by visiting our website j-air.com.au. If you'd like to know where the AGM is going to be held, send us an email at info at jair.com.au. Any Palestinian that wants to attend the AGM, (laughs) pay up your 54 bucks. That's a good idea. You might get the owner of the burger place coming down to have a look. Burgatory. Yes. Anyway, we have to watch All what right. we say, Moisha. Uh, we have to be very careful, even with the disclaimer. Exactly. The SMS yes. machine is working today, Zero four zero four double five six nine double eight, And the telephone number is 90692086. Do you know that the the SMS working is a bigger miracle than Hanukkah with the, uh, with the eight days? <laughs> I, I, I tested it this morning. And we got a message called testing. Right. The testing material. It's a very common message, that one. Testing. Test. One, two, three. Anyway, it works. Now, as is our custom, our... Minhag. Minhag. Yeah. We start off with National Days of the Year celebrated in the US of A. Right. I've got half a dozen, Gary. How many have you got today? Seven, eight. Oh, right. Wow. You go first. All right. December the 1st, National Pie Day. There's nothing better than a mushroom and steak pie. Kosher. Yes. I forgot that one. Four and 20. With with the sauce. (laughs) In the shape of the Australian, Australia. 
There's a big uh, pie company, kosher pie company from Sydney. They make an excellent pie, Gary. Garros, G-A-R-R-O-S, and they do a chicken breast one as well. They do sausage rolls. Get down to Coles Elstonwick and yeah. support them. And uh, it's a Matsya, $6.60. Mendel, do you For prefer... A pie, used to pay mm, kosher, 20, kosher. 20 cents at the Used mandal. to be $5. There's a very important question I've got for you, Mendel. Do you prefer a breast or the leg? I'll go have a breast. I'm talking about chickens. <laughs> Chicken breast. Talking about chickens. They are an excellent pie, Moisha. Right. Okay. And Plug uh, received. Gary, your turn. Uh, national, national Christmas thing. Lights Day. Christmas Lights Day. Oh, yeah. Um, 24 days before the Antif. Yeah, oh, that really? makes sense. Okay. It's where all the Christmas markets are all starting in Europe. And yeah. Yes. In the colder climates. Something interesting. We mm. celebrate Hanukkah on the 25th of Kislev, yep. and the Christians celebrate uh, Christmas on the 25th of December. That's it. There's a, those dates very important. It's uh, not Christmas unless it snows. They, they, they copied everything. They us. did, and they start the night before their Christmas, not according to Jewish tradition. Yes, they, yes. they copied that. Don't they have carols at uh, the Sydney Mire Music Bowl? Yeah, the air of before? Christmas, yep, big yep. thing. Yep. It raises a lot of money, that, though, for that's charity. That's You know, it's at uh, the Sydney Mire uh, remember bowl. those words? Yes, yeah. Sydney Meyer Music Bowl. Yes. So that's yes. National Christmas Lights Day. We also have National Eat a Red Apple Day. You got that one, Gary? I've that's got uh, obvious. Yeah, National Antarctica Day. Where are you getting these from? An American site. Antarctica Day. Yep. Right. So Gary agrees with a couple there on National Bartender Day. Yes, got that, Gary. A tick right. for you. I've got World AIDS Day. I got that one. Yep. Oh, right. Okay. We'll dedicate that one uh, in the memory of the late uh, Freddie Mercury. I think we what spoke about him last yeah, week. Yes. What about faux fur Friday? Got that one too, Gary. What's that all about? What faux fur? Fake fur. A fake fur. Oh, fake fur. Fake yeah. fur. Faux fur. Right. Faux fur. Right. Yeah. They, they're copying our F, word, mm. F letter. Ah, oh, right, because it's Friday. National Wear a Dress Day. Oh, I should have come in with one of these dresses. That's for Purim, Moshe. Yes. yes. Dress up. National Cookie Cutter Day. Right. You got that one? No, no, no. And the last one I've got is a, a Day Without Art Day. A Day Without Arts Day. Heart. Art. Heartless. You artless. Oh, heart. You mean heart or art? Heart. Art. Right. Okay. Could go each way, that Fair one. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, let's You've, you've covered them all, Gary. You I did. think we've got enough. Yeah. We'll go. We'll, we'll have on this day very shortly. But let's play that Hanukkah song I mentioned. Martha Schlemmer. Yeah, where is it? Here we go. Schlemmer. Only goes for one minute forty six. Oh, yeah. So shorty. So shorty. We're gonna turn the microphones off, otherwise you'll hear us humming. I'm <laughs> 
Schlemmer. You uh, didn't turn my mic off. You didn't you're say lucky I d- You're lucky I didn't use any F words like Freilich. You know what Hanukkah means, Moshe, really? It means yeah. dedication. That's if you right. break the word up into two words, Hanu and Kokher, it means they rested on the 25th day of Kislev after this uh, a military battle. A lot of people would not know this, Gary and Moshe, that it lasted for three years, the battle against uh, the uh, Abundant, their king Antiochus. Epiphanes. Yeah, the madman they referred to him at that time, Greek Syrian. But this happened uh, 2,200 years ago, I reckon, roughly in the year 140 before the Common Era, BCE. Led, uh, it was a a Ness, Moshe, a miracle because their army, I read somewhere just in the break, 47,000 against the Yiddish army of 6,000. And and they had the famous words of Yudah HaMakabi, Mi Chamoicha Ba'elim Hashem. He had written on a shield or something. But more next week. Because <laughs> right. yeah, no that Yeah, oh, I thought I'd bring that into it. Uh, the, you had the military side of Hanukkah, the yeah. physical... And then the spiritual side, which we actually celebrate. We don't yeah. celebrate the military victory. You'd never do. We don't go and, you know, like, I won't say who. Yes. It's not in our G- DNA. DNA. Yes. Because we're defending. We're struggle for survival at the moment, as Gary. One rabbi said at a, at a shiur I went to, Jews don't have victory parades. Mm. Well said, yeah. Uh, but we do have programs on on air on radio mm. on 10k radius on jair 88 fm which is let's play the little promo jair is committed to diversity and inclusiveness for the jewish and broader community j-air.com.au and you can see all our programs on the program grid on our website jair-.com.au are you committed to inclusi- inclusiveness? I will include anyone and everyone that is worthwhile being included. 
if they're not worthwhile being included, get out. Well, today is the 1st of December, 18th of Kislev, and on this day in history, in 1913, the Henry Ford, the Ford Motor Company, instituted anti-Semite. Yes, definitely. Didn't he change in later life? He did, Gary. Yes, in fact, one of his vehicles uh, was donated to the Wiseman Institute to Chaim Weizmann in the late uh, 40s. Yeah. He, he turned his life around. He, he saw the light. He did. Did he sell the Dearborn Independent? I, seen, I saw it when I did a tour of the Weizmann Institute. Mm. Well, it's probably one of the cars that uh, the Ford Motor Company instituted the world's first moving assembly line mm. for mm. the Model T Ford. Yeah, T-Model Ford. Oh, what a car. It'd be worth more now than it was new. Mm. <coughs> Excuse me. I've got a frog in the throat. In 1934, the Leningrad mayor, Sergei Kirov, is assassinated. And Joseph Stalin uses this as an excuse to begin his great purge of 34-38. I think he killed more. Yeah, well, I reckon Ooh, that Stalin the most probably 20 knocked million? him off. How many were killed? Stalin. Yeah. At least five million. Put it this way. Twenty five to You couldn't use your fingers to count them, that's mm. for sure. Soviet General Secretary was, wasn't he? Stalin. Yeah. Yes, he had a he had a big um, fight with Trotsky. That's right. A nice Jewish fellow. He, yes, definitely. Um they were vying for uh, top position. Mm. He Trotsky had a lot to do with the Bolsheviks, yes? The rebellion, yes, and, and uh, you know that Trotsky's actual name was Lev. Lev, yeah. Um, I can't remember oh, the surname. Yeah. Escaped me too. But anyway, but he, did, he did. He did attend Cheda. Uh, mm. It's a very famous uh, story yeah. that I've heard many times in Shiurim, Lubavitch Chabad Shiurim, who make a point that if you're a teacher of children, you never give up on a child. Mm. And he wasn't. Uh, concentrating in Cheda he wasn't that keen on it he wasn't interested and uh, the teacher gave up on him and uh, there you go he turned uh, and became Trotsky Trotsky Sorry, Stalin had this uh, moustache that was a beauty do you remember seeing photos of him with that huge moustache Yep. Stalin do you know that Stalin had a skin disease if you actually see the real photo of Stalin, mm. it's totally potmarked. Really? Totally. Mm. I mean, something shocking. Mm. Acne. It was worse than acne. It was actually potmarks and terrible coloration of the skin. And uh, they hid it. Uh, somehow he hid it with uh, Elizabeth Arden, Helena Rubenstein. Helena Ru- uh, yeah. Creams. Don't forget Helena Rubenstein. Yeah, Max oh. Factor. Yeah, <laughs> <And> Max Factor. <laughs> yeah, one of those anyway. Jewish uh, creams. Yeah. Estee Lauder. In 1955, Lauder. Rosa Parks. Know the name? Rosa Parks, uh, wasn't she a negress? Something to do with... Uh, yeah, he's arrested for refusing 
to move to the back, back of the of bus. Back of the bus, yeah. She was a very famous. Civil rights. Very, very yeah. famous. In very Montgomery, big. Alabama. Yeah. Mm. She died not long, too long ago. No. Let's have a look. Born February the 4th, 1913, and died in October 24, 2005, aged 92. Uh, Jewish? Oh. Rosa Parks? No. No, no, no. With a name like that, Rosa. She was a, a black woman. You never know. She had a bit of Jewish blood in her. Well, everyone does, don't they? Of course they do, Gary. Speaking of Jewish there are, blood. There are black Jews. Oh, yes. They're called Hasidim. <laughs> Blackbeards. The, the Indian Jews. Indian Jews? Would you call them the Indian black, though? You wouldn't call no, them a black. No, well, no, dark not skin. Black. Not black. Not the Anglo same Indian. Yeah. There's all different types. Anglo yeah. Indian Jews, yeah. yeah. Speaking of all different types, in 1998, Benazir Bhutto is named Prime Minister of Pakistan. Oh, a bit didn't of a she get it. Didn't she get it? She won. She, she, she was the first female leader of a Muslim right. country. She got assassinated, didn't she? She did. Yep, like Indira Gandhi. Mm. Maybe they didn't like women or they didn't like yeah. her politics. That's right. Here's an interesting fact from 1990. Oh, I'm always into interesting facts. British and French workers meet in the middle of the Channel Tunnel under the English Channel, the Channel. Right. They break through and give each other a glass of wine or something. Have you been on the Channel? I've never been on the Channel. Mendel? No, never. It's, it's a train. It, it's, on, it's on my bucket list. All you need is a fire in the tunnel mm. and you're up the creek without a paddle, literally. Well, you'll be in the channel up a paddle. Yes. Let's see what else. Today in music, in 1822, Franz Liszt, yep. L-I-S-Z-T, yep. Liszt, aged 11, makes his debut as a pianist in Vienna. 11. 11. Mm. I wonder what he played. He I don't know. Happy birthday to me. Boogie Woogie Bugle Boy from Super. Company D. He was a big know. composer. He wrote a lot of stuff. He was mm. a pianist, I think. Well, he was a composer first. Who remembers Roy Orbison? The Big O. The big oh, o. yeah. Well, one of my favourites. On this day, on the first... Leah. <laughs> Leah. 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 I think that was his missus. On the 1st of December... 1988, he gave his final show at the f- Front Row Theatre in Cleveland, Ohio. Right. But his music lives on. He had some great You know music. that he was voted by his work. peers, in other words, fellows musician, musicians, as the singer with the best voice of all time. Mm. I don't know about that, but it's... I'll tell you what, story. it would have been a very close vote between him and the great Nat King Cole. I'd go for Nat King Cole. I reckon Nat King Cole yeah, yeah. was yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. Beautiful voice. In 1953, a day after, a year after our birthdays, yeah. Hugh Hefner publishes a first edition of Playboy magazine featuring... 
Marilyn Monroe. How'd you guess? I, I took a guess. Ah, uh, I was going to mention Marilyn Monroe in Twatum. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, she was going to be one of me twats. Doesn't matter. Hold you that can, thought. Yes, but it's a Hanukkah thing. Oh, okay. But anyway, we might leave it until next week. We'll see how Famous we go. Famous birthdays today. Yep. Tipu Sultan. Who? Yeah, good question. T-I-P-U Sultan. Born in 1750, died in 1799. And Tipu Sultan, looks Indian, is the born Sultan Fateh al-Sahab Tipu, better known as the Tiger of Mysore. Right. And as this website says, his profession was Sultan of Mysore, which is an Indian province. What year was that, Gary? 1782. Born on this day in 1750. Star sign was Sagittarius, died on May the 4th. 1799, aged 48. Cause of death, killed in battle by British forces at the Battle of Seringpatam. As you do. Yes. So we learned something today about Tipu Sultan. So he was a sultan. He wasn't. What's the difference between a sultan and a maharaja? Is there a difference? The length of letters in the name, I guess. I don't know. The sultan was more for the Middle Eastern countries. Sultans were more like Ottomans. Yes, definitely. In Egypt and, yeah. Yeah. Also having a birthday today is Madame Tussaud. Yes. uh, Oh, the good old wax museum. I have been to the wax museum. I've been there. Yeah. There's a few branches of different different cities around the world. She was born in 17... German, I think she was, Gary. Madame Tussaud. French. French, was she? French, French. Anna Marie. I, Anna Maria Tussaud, sculptor and wax museum founder. Mm. I thought she was born in Germany. Amazing. No, no. Madame Tussaud was definitely uh, French. What George. she could do with hot wax, no other woman mm. could do. No mm. hair on her legs. Well. Mm. No eyebrows either. Mm. Oh, she got eyebrows in this photo. George Zhukov. What George Zhukov. 1896. George to 1974, Zukov. a Russian general. Yes, he was, oh, the, yeah. he, was, uh, he was the general that uh, did the Nazis in, in the Second World War. Battle of Stalingrad. He was a, he was uh, a, big a marker. brilliant strategist. That's right. Zhukov. Uh, Walter Alston. Ever heard of Walter Alston? Where, where, what year? 1911. No. Walter Alston no. is a baseball manager. Never heard of him. No. A lot of Jewish people got involved in baseball and basketball. Yeah. Mary Martin, the actor, 1913 to 1990. Mm. And Pablo Escobar. Oh, yeah. He was a Pablo crook. Escobar. Was a he crook. made about, six, they reckon, about six billion US dollars. Out of, selling, good out of selling the weed. Yeah. Fat lot of good at him. He died in 1993. Yeah, it couldn't have happened to a nicer fella. And celebrity birthdays, Richard Pryor, the comedian. Oh, yeah, very good. Very good. Very good. Woody Allen. Yep, Woody he's Allen. 88 today, Gary. 88. He's one of my personalities wow, he's getting to up talk there. about. He was born in Brooklyn. Yep. And Lee Trevino. Oh, famous Lee. golfer. Yep. Oh, yeah, he was good, Lee. 
Very funny man. He's 84 today. Yeah, Pryor was a duo with Gene Wilder. Was it Gene Wilder? Yeah, in the Cisco Kid. Was he in that? Uh, no, 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 no. He was in a few others. Oh, he was a lot of comedy. Oh, very funny. Very funny, Jewel. Mendel will have some more on this lady in a minute. Gene was Jewish. Bette Midler. Bette Midler. You were going to mention her. Mendel. Uh, The The Divine Divine M. The Divine Miss M. Yeah. Uh, That guy, Richard Pryor, was in, yeah, Blazing Saddles. Blazing Saddles. And he was in... uh, stir crazy, stir That's crazy, came out and the, the other one where one is blind and one is deaf. I can't remember the name of the movie. Oh, was that when very they funny, jail? very funny. Where they um, end up going to jail? That's it? stir crazy. Yeah, stir Silver yeah. Streak. Silver Streak. That's the one. Brilliant, brilliant. About. Yeah, yeah. He passed away. When did he pass away? Richard. Two thousand and five. Oh, he must have died young, Gary. 1940. I think he had a very bad disease. Mm. Can't remember what it was. He was very funny though. Very bad. Oh, he was yeah. very ill for a long time. I can tell you. Uh, Cause a death, heart attack. Mm. Oh, that's a very bad disease. It is a very bad disease. <laughs> yep. Maybe I'm thinking of the other one, David Niven. David. David Niven, yeah. Niven had a disease where you actually get eaten up by your body. Mm. I reckon that Cannibals. would. Be, I reckon that would be pretty bad. Well, there must be a word for it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's oh, a yeah. shocker. It's an absolute rare, shocker of a disease. Thing. Let's carry on with Tyler Joseph, who has his thirty-fifth birthday today. Tyler Joseph is a singer-songwriter. Oh, don't know him. To be honest, I've never heard of him. That doesn't mean to say he's not any good. And Zoe Kravitz is 35 today. Zoe Kravitz. Zoe Kravitz. Who's that, Gary? Another person I've not seen or heard of. She's an American actress and model, daughter of singer Lenny Kravitz. Oh, Lenny Kravitz. I was was about to say, I was trying to think. Yeah, that's uh, Kravitz. yeah. Yeah. He had some good songs, Lenny Kravitz. I just want to go my way and oh, a whole lot of other. Bette Midler had some beauties too, Gary. My favourite one is Wind Beneath My Wings. Oh, very good. Oh, what a very, song. The Rose. The Rose. And uh, I'm going to talk about her in Lives of Others together with Woody Allen soon. Yeah. Okay. Bringing up the rear. Famous deaths in history. Henry I of England. The death. In 1135. Leo the tenth must be a pope of some description. Fourteen seventy five to fifteen twenty one. Antonio Segni, S E G N I, eighteen ninety one to nineteen seventy two. Antonio is Italian, was the prime minister of Italy. Oh, here's a beauty. I don't know if you've got this one. Probably. David Ben-Gurion, the, yes. our first Prime Minister. 1886 to 1973. Correct. He died of on this day, yes, Gary? Of yeah. uh, cerebral hemorrhage at the age of 87, according to this American site. Um, cerebral hemorrhage. Yeah. Yard, so Zichron Labracha, you always mention to these people, Moshe. Yeah. He was born in Poland. Today. In Poland. Mm. 
Israel's well, first prime minister. May not be his Hebrew. He did, yeah, it's not. Yeah, otherwise, it would have come up on yeah, the, yeah. on my Hebrew uh, calendar. calendar timetable there. Yeah. He had two terms of um, leadership. I mentioned him a few weeks ago, didn't I? Yeah. From 48 to 53. Yeah. And then he did a, another stint, 55 to 1963. Right. David Green. And James Baldwin also died on this day in 1987. He was born in 1924. He was the author. He wasn't was the author, novelist um, and playwright. Playwright. Go tell it on the mountain. Go remember? tell it on the mountain. Yep. Playwriter. Yeah. Good. Very good. He writer. was good. Yeah. And uh, bringing up the rear is Vijaya Lakshmi Pandit, 1900 <laughs> Indian, Indian, for sure, with a name like that. First woman to hold a cabinet post and first woman president of the UN General Assembly in 1953. Pundit. Pundit. Died aged 90. Righto, Mendel, it's up to you this day in Judaism. And uh, oh, yes, we will. Then we'll do the lives of others later, Gary. That's a well, good I can thing. play a, a tune, give us a break. Give it, yeah, give a break, and then we'll do... Uh, Yiddish Kate on this day and the lives of others. Okay, we'll have another. Do you want me to play the Hanukkah song again? No, no, no. no. We'll play Ma- Martha Schlemmer. Lenny Kravitz. Shane. All right, that sounds so good. We'll a couple of minutes of respite here. to J-Air? Support us and become a member by visiting our website j-air.com.au And you're listening to 10K Radio. It's every Friday between 10 and noon. 
Brought to you by Macy, Mendel and Mellon. Or Gabrielle. MGM Productions. The three M's. The three M's. That was what would you call time. the 10 to noon time slot? This is not the drive-in um, and drive home. Late what, I mean, the, uh, brunch. The morning the show. The brunch, the brunch show. The morning show. The morning show. Late the late breakfast. morning now, show. The morning show coming to an end today is, uh, Col- uh, what's his name? Uh, Neil Mitchell. Neil Mitchell. Neil Mitchell. After so many years and a yes. strong supporter of Israel yes. and the Jewish uh, community. Absolutely. He does really look out for us. He always talks about all his Jewish havarim. Yes. Maybe mm. we could take his slot on I 3AW. Th- yep. I what do you reckon? The Tom, three of us. I think Tom Elliott's taking over. Is he? Yeah, Tom Elliott. But he does the, uh, the no, drive that, home. That's been changed also. Ah, yeah, that's what I heard. Big changes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Colloca well, yeah, He had an illustrious career. He's still going to work part time, yes. consultancy, and a few news items and on P- television. And Peter Hitchener is only going to do weekends. Yeah, they're all scaling back. Well, you know, you get to an age like us, uh, Gary and Mendel, where you just can't <laughs> do it anymore. Yeah. You know, yeah. We, we only do two hours a week. We better move on with Yiddish yeah, you better, history you because we're you running the time. It's 1045 and. Yeah. Hold on, 50 seconds. Here we go, Moshe. Jewish history for the 18th day of Kislev. And on this day, in 1947, the United Nations voted in favour of the partition of Palestine. Take note. Breaking news. The Jewish area was split into three non-contiguous plots with no consideration of security. The Eastern Galilee, the coastal plain from Haifa down to Tel Aviv, and the majority being the uncultivable Negev Desert. The other half of the land was to form a new Arab state. Jerusalem and its 100,000 Jews at the time was to be completely surrounded on four sides by the Arab state and administered by as an international zone. Despite these unfavourable terms, the Jewish agency immediately accepted the partition plan. The Arabs immediately rejected it. History repeats itself again yep. here. Fighting began soon after, leading to a full-scale assault in 1948 by troops from, from all these countries, Lebanon, Syria, Iraq, Egypt, Jordan, Sudi and Yemen. Oh. Yes, yes. Changed. No, nothing's changed from 1947. Here's some more history for the 18th day of Kislev. And we will have a look at the com website. Very uh, uh, very good site, as Gary agrees, com. Very informative. Back in 1793, the 18th day of Kislev, uh, the French district of Strasbourg, Alsace, Lorraine, or Lorraine, passed Lorraine. an anti-Jewish law prohibiting brist miller, circumcision, and wearing of beards. It wow. also ordered the burning of books written in Hebrew. The French Revolution, born of the ideals of enlightenment, had become the first society to emancipate the Yidden, permitting them to enter the highest levels of government and finance. Yet all the task of equality, with inverted commas, did not stop Voltaire from singling out the Jews as the most abominable people in the world. 
He stayed it. He was a fun dude. Or was he ever? The invective gained expression in the 1940s when the French Vichy regime took the initiative to round up and hand over 61,000 Jews to the Nazis. Hmm. Tragedy. Uh, we'll have a look at one more for the uh, 18th day of Kislev. While I'm doing that, Moisha, give a plug out to our membership drive. Oh, well, uh, do you want me to play the promo? Yeah, that'll be great. Okay, go ahead. Promo, here we go. Enjoy listening to J-Air? Support us and become a member by visiting our website, j-air.com.au. We're always looking for people with an interest in radio, either presenting your own show or being on the technical side. Become a volunteer now. Head to our website at j-air.com.au. Follow the Get Involved link and click on Become a Volunteer Now. J-Air is committed to diversity and inclusiveness for the Jewish and broader community. j-air.com.au Yes, as a volunteer you get get nothing other than... The privilege. The privilege, the covered, the honour. Now tonight... There's a a My Rewards program being introduced, so you'll get discounts on various products if you join up. Is that already in... uh, It's coming. It's coming. Wait, it's in the mail. It's in the mail. Now, our last bit of history takes us to tonight, Erev Shabbos, the 19th day of Kislev. This is known as a big Chabad uh, festival, Chag Hagaula. The 19th day of Kislev is celebrated by many Jews in all parts of the world as the day of deliverance of the great and saintly Rabbi Schneer Zalman author of the Tanya and Rav Shulchan Aruch and the first leader and teacher of Chabad Hasidim. On that date, the 19th day of Kislev in 1798, Rabbi Schneer Zalman was cleared of all of charges of which he was falsely accused, including the charge that he was a dangerous rebel against the Tsar, who was the Russian emperor at the time. The charges had placed him and the whole Hasidic movement in grave danger. When he was released from prison, not only was his own life saved, but also the Hasidic movement was saved. It is therefore a day of great rejoicing, and lots of lachames and fabrengans and inspiration, especially for those Jews who know about his life and about his teachings. Yes, a big I'm, actually, I'm actually going tonight to Are you? a Shabbat dinner in honour of that occasion. And uh, fun will be held by, had by all. I'll just mention he was arrested on charges of supporting the Ottoman Empire by urging his followers, all the Chabad Hasidim, to send money to Eretz Yisrael. At the time, Eretz Yisrael was part of that Ottoman Empire, which was at war with Russia. He was charged with treason and was released on that day, that which uh, was the 19th of Kislev in the year 1798. And it always, um, uh, it's a, a big, big day for them because... Oh, um, Grace of oh it, because uh, Chesed was done to the Balhatanya, he was known as, in that he found favour in the eyes of the prison warden and was free. A great ness. And do you know that whilst he was in prison, one of his fellow cellmates... 
I believe it was a fellow cellmate, but anyway, another prisoner, actually sketched a drawing of him, and that's why today we actually have an image of him and we know exactly what he looked like. If it wasn't for that, we wouldn't have a clue. That's true. He could have looked like Elvis Presley (laughs) and we wouldn't have known. (laughs) All shook up. Yeah. Uh, Now, speaking of my rewards, on our website is a little note saying, your membership now comes with the loyalty program My Rewards. My Rewards is now included in your annual fee and the program brings you offers and discounts from a range of big brands such as access to special deals from major supermarkets, travel, clothing, electronics, and much more. Wow. I like some much more. I'll tell you what, could be worth the 54 bucks. Yes. Loyalty program, eh? A loyalty program. Mm. My rewards. That'll be good. Gary, we've got a few minutes left to talk about uh, in the lives of others today. These yes. famous people. Number yep. one is Woody Allen. Yep. He was actually born Alan Stewart Konigsberg uh, on the 1st of December 1935 in well, Where did he, he get the name Woody from? You weiß nicht, but he his had real a splinter name. in his finger. <laughs> Konigsberg. And... Konigsberg. Uh, Great American screenwriter, film director, actor, comedian, writer, musician and playwright. Many people would not know that Woody Allen is also a great jazz clarinetist. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. he plays a clarinet. He's a brilliant, uh, did a lot of jazz festivals and... um, I think he still does some small performances uh, where he lives in uh, Manhattan. Uh, let's have a look. Some of his great movies. Annie Hall. Remember Annie yes, Hall? Yes, I do. Um, over the course of his career, he received a considerable number of awards and distinctions. Um, he won three Academy Awards. And it was nominated a total of 21 times, 14 wow. as a screenwriter, six as a director and one as an actor. Uh, Annie Hall won four Academy Awards, Best Picture, Best, Best Screenplay, Best Director and Best Actress. Uh, what else can we tell you about him? Uh, I think he went out with his daughter. Yeah, there was a few uh, controversial uh, aspect in his life, but uh, overall he's uh, he's done a fantastic... Mia Farrow's... Yes, that's the one. He had a bit of controversy, that's why. Oh, yeah, he's led a a controversial life, that's for sure. He's he's a bit of an odd character. bit... Bit off centre, they yeah, say. Yeah, um, Let's yep. have a look at a uh, little bit about the the famous uh, Bette Midler. She was uh, Bette Davis Midler, and she was born on the first December nineteen forty-five, and um, born in Honolulu. Yeah, something like that, Gary. Let's have a look. Um, she did a lot of movies. The, let's have a look. The Stepford Wives, The First Wives Club. Uh, she During her more than 40-year career, 
She was nominated for two Academy Awards and won four Grammy Awards, four Golden Globes, three Emmy Awards and a special Tony Award. Uh, she was born and raised in Honolulu, where the Midlers were the only Jewish family in a mostly uh, Samoan neighbourhood in the mid-60s. They moved to New York with hopes of becoming a Broadway star. She was the uh, second actress to play in uh, in Fiddler on the Roof on the stage play she, in Zira Mostel's uh, daughter, uh, Sadal, I think she was given the role there, Moishe, Fiddle on the Roof. Uh, she sang in the gay bathhouses of, of New York with her pianist and uh, pal, the great uh, Barry Manilow, Yiddish boy, long before he was famous. Uh, these campy shows became the basis for her Divine Madness review on Broadway. As a singer, the, her biggest hit was Wind, Wind Beneath My Wings. And Sold 30 million albums. Yeah. Um, some of her movies include Down and Out in Beverly Hills, great movie. Ruthless People, Outrageous Fortune, Beaches, great movie. The First Wife Club and The Stepford Wives. Uh, she did a lot of work on the Johnny Carson Tonight Show back in the 70s. And made uh, a whole lot of other appearances on TV. Great character, the divine uh, Miss M. And that's it. Gary, a short summary of uh, the lives of Woody Allen and uh, Beth Midler. Okay. One's 88 today and the other one's 78. And, uh, All the eights, 88. Yep. Good on them. Okay, well, region and state, or on a variety of other matters that I think you would like to know about, then tune into Walter's World every Tuesday at 11 a.m. or find it on demand on the JR website. Don't miss it. Find us on Facebook. Just head to www.facebook.com forward slash JR Radio. That's two R's. JR Radio. You are listening to This is the second hour of 10K Radius brought to you by MGM Productions. And we'll get straight into the business of Twatum. Yes. Do you want the well-known counting beat? Oh, well, we may as well. We paid for it, didn't we? Um, or we got it for nothing. I don't, know. I don't know if we paid for it, but we'll, we'll count it in. You always pay for everything. For, uh, you know, at the end there's of the... There's a cost the to everything. There's a cost to everything. Here you go, Twatum. Twatum. 
Dr. Bomb somewhere contaminating atmosphere and blackening the sky. It's good news week. Someone's found a way to give the rotting dead a will to live, go on and never die. Have you heard the news? What did it say? Well, here we are again. It's a Friday morning. The time is 11.02 and 18 seconds. Got to be quick on those seconds because they change every second. Um, yes. Look, the main, I think the main uh, twat for the week has obviously been the release of hostages under the ceasefire deal between uh, Israel and Hamas. And it's uh, obviously very heartening to see so many hostages being released, not only Israelis, but also Thais. I'm not talking about neckties, I'm talking about Thailand, um, who worked on Israeli farms and other jobs in Israel. And Filipinos. And Filipinos, etc., etc. So it's wonderful that that has happened. Of course, we have in our minds always those that are still not yet released, still under captivity in the most horrific conditions. We've heard from the hostages what they went through, um, things that a human being shouldn't endure. There's been stories and stories and stories and they'll be continued to be told ultimately these will be all documented um the most incredible thing that i find and that i have found over reading so much about this whole situation is that there as there are deniers of the holocaust there are deniers of what is happening and what happened on October the 7th. There are people who actually say it's all a... a, a, It's almost like it never happened and it's all been made up by Israel and yet you've got documented, and not Israeli documented, we're talking about media who were present and we've got the actual Palestinians who filmed it all and released the videos and yet you've got deniers it's just beyond belief and then the rise in anti-Semitism the academia of the world the BDS movement we've got businesses being targeted in Melbourne and in, Australia. In Elstonwick, Coles. And in the supermarkets, yes. you've got... Shocking. Um, stickers products on Israeli With stickers products. being put on them, mm. not to buy uh, Israeli products, uh, products from Jewish companies, etc., etc. we mentioned. It, it, it's just a continuation, Mendel and Gary, of history being repeated, mm. but in the most unbelievable scenarios you really it's just totally irrational and illogical it's it's beyond the pale but anyway the hostages we had families of the hostages coming to australia 
lobbying for Australian support. They went to Canberra. They met with... uh, There were five of them. They met with uh, the Prime Minister, uh, Anthony Albanese. They they met with the Deputy Prime Minister, Richard Miles, the Foreign Minister, Penny Wong, and other MPs in Canberra to share their emotional, personal testimonies. And they called on Australia for support in the effort to free all the hostages. So... um, We look forward to more hostages being released, but I think it's coming to a finality. I don't think that there's many more days left under this ceasefire, Um, Gary and Mendel. I think... uh, The Guardian is reporting Israel-Hamas war live. Israel frees 30 Palestinians as Hamas releases eight hostages. Now, something interesting, Moshe. Yes. As you know, there was uh, three killed in a shooting in Yerushalayim at a okay, bus stop. So this is a, a tragedy. We had, yes. And injuries, about a dozen, I think. Yes. And one of the terrorists was uh, a prisoner released uh, some three years ago. Yep. Well, we had, we had um, three deaths. A 73-year-old man, who we'll uh, talk about in a, a second. A rabbi, actually. He yep. was a rabbi. A 60-year-old woman. Yeah, school well, teacher. Well, in her head, 60s. Headmistress at a school. Uh, a 24-year-old yeah. woman. Three oh. were seriously wounded, two lightly wounded. Mm. Uh, there were two terrorists. Yes. They appear to have come from East Jerusalem. They were shot dead by an IDF soldier. Off who duty. Were, who was on his way back to his barrack, and a civilian. Mm. Um, And the 73-year-old man was a rabbi, you're right, Mendel, Elimelech Wasserman. Elimelech Wasserman was a a well-known judge of the rabbinate court in Ashdod, who was on his way back to Ashdod. Um, And um, Baruch Dayan Hayemet, uh, we wish his family well, and uh, it's a tragedy. It's look, you know, everyone in the eyes of uh, in Judaism, everyone is equal. It does. Sorry. Uh, yeah, according Mendel. to the Guardian website. Yeah. Yep. Hamas has claimed responsibility for the bus stop. Yeah, yeah, they've claimed yep. responsibility. Yep. I don't and know what that means. Claimed responsibility. They did it or they didn't do it. They, of course, they did it. They're well, celebrating they now, Gary. You know what they do? They hand out cake and lollies and, and yeah. have parades. Yeah, yeah. So it continues. It continues to go on, and um, we'll now, just Marisha, uh, we'll just see uh, something interesting. I don't think there'll be more hostages released they're saying splinter groups have got them they and hamas claims we don't know where they are like yeah. got shot in the uh, air raids so a lot of them know, have uh, died yeah. and so all forth. propaganda again you know, we again, pray again, uh, for the release of all of them yep. not in dribs and drabs uh, we've got to get them out well interestingly enough i have you heard of this uh fellow by the name of mossav hassan yusuf now, Mossad Hassan Yusuf was part of the Hamas uh, environment and so forth. He's actually a son of one of the founding fathers of Hamas. And grew up in Israel, I believe. Right. And uh, he's called, he's actually converted to Christianity. Mm, mm. He's actually very, very vocally anti 
Hamas. That's him, yeah. He's called that if the all the hostages are not released by a certain time limit, he's called for all the Hamas leaders to be assassinated, including his father. Yeah. Get the old man. Fantastic. Right? So uh, there you go. Um, one of the released hostages revealed that he was held for nearly 50 days in an attic by a teacher from UNRWA. So we've got UNRWA not Mm. only disseminating filth in textbooks, in uh, different books that are given out to kids in kindergartens and right through their schooling, this dirty, filthy United Nations Relief and Works Agency, UNRWA. So you had one of the teachers holding one of the hostages in his attic for nearly 50 days. Absolutely abysmal. You had Italian academics coming out this week and saying that Italy and Italian organisations and institutions and the government should all boycott Israeli businesses, products, organisations and institutions. You know, it's academics. We're talking about supposedly intelligent people. These people are not intelligent. Get it out of your mind. These people are not intelligent. But at the same time, we've got many countries coming out Pro-Israel, for example, um, in Romania, there is uh, a pro-Israeli NATO deputy deputy secretary, General Mursau Gioana. I'm trying to uh, say it straight from how it's written. And he is extremely pro-Israel and he could end up being the leader of Romania. We had uh, in Ecuador the uh, the Vice President Veronica Abad. She's going to uh, come uh, to Israel and she's uh, also a uh, pro-Israel um, advocate. Uh, of course, we know about, this is, a, you know, we mentioned it last week, but the Argentinian President-elect Javier Milau um, well, he ended up going... Uh, now, he's he's not only pro-Israel, but he actually was thinking of converting to Judaism. And I mentioned last week that he actually learns Torah every day with a rabbi. And uh, he ended up in New York this week. You know where he went straight away? Took a taxi or an Uber or hitchhike. I don't know what he did, but I'll, anyway, I'll he went guess. straight to the Ohel of the Lubavitcher mm. Rebbe, mm. right? And I don't know what he did there. He dovened or... Put whatever, a note in, a satellite. Put a note in or yeah. whatever he did. But uh, he ended up uh, actually at Havdalah in a synagogue wearing a kippah. And uh, I don't know whether he lit the Havdalah candle or whatever, but uh, this uh, president-elect from Argentina, Javier Milau, uh, good on him. He's uh, he's a wonderful man. Um, and uh, what else have we got? Okay, so we had a surprise visit to Israel by the 
ICC, the International Criminal Court Prosecutor. He wants to go into Gaza to see what's going on there, but the Israelis said, nah, you can come to Israel uh, and uh, you're not going into Gaza, but anyway, he's nosing around there. I don't know what he's up to, but uh, I don't know. Look, International Criminal Court, there's a number of members of that court which are virulently anti-Semitic, anti-Israel, so I don't know what he's doing there. But anyway, um, what else have we got here? Guns. Do you know that in the last month there have been, in Israel, 18,000 guns purchased by civilians who didn't have guns before then and 31,000 have received gun licenses out of 236,000 applicants for guns. So obviously, uh, you know, Israelis are fearful and they're buying guns, they're arming themselves up and uh, the uh, the local authorities are a little bit worried that uh, homicide rates go, may go up because you've got guns in the house. You just don't know what can happen. You have a fight with the missus or the missus has a fight with you. And the next second, Mendel, she's got a six-shooter if you don't in like your face. Taste, if you don't like the taste of the Kripler. <laughs> right. You're not going to believe this. There is a United States magazine called The Nation virulently anti-Semitic, anti-Israel, and they're calling on Israel to be banned from next year's Paris Olympics. They reckon if it's good enough to ban Russians, because the Russian Olympians, they don't compete under the flag or Russia, they're neutrals. So when they get their medal, if they win a medal a gold medal, they don't play the Russian national anthem. So they're actually calling on Israel to be banned and any Israeli competitor will have to compete as a neutral. Well, the uh, Olympic uh, Committee hasn't acceded to this as yet, but uh, (laughs) who knows? We'll wait and see. Um, The next what? Erdogan. Bandit, he's uh, told the United Nations Secretary General Antonio Guterres, another Bandit, that Israel must be held accountable in the international courts, maybe that's why the ICC prosecutor is in Israel, for what he, Erdogan, called war crimes being committed by Israel in Gaza. And... uh, He's accused the complete West of complicity in these war crimes. He's only singled out two nations that are not part of his accusation. Who do you reckon the two nations are? Iran. Well, one is Spain. Well, Iran's not part of the West. One is Spain, and they've... Oh, shocking. Absolutely shocking. And the other one is another shocker, very anti-Semitic, anti-Israel, Belgium. Belgium and Spain, he reckons they're okay. He's not accusing them, but everybody else in the West, you're all complicit 
in the war crimes. And so I would imagine they should also front up to the international courts. Okay. Now some other some other twats. We had at the annual Rockefeller Christmas tree lighting in uh, New York. Well, we had we had the pro Palestinians turning up. Um, they got the uh, you might call the big A <laughs> from the people there, and they were trying to disturb an annual event that goes back a long, long, long way. The annual Rockefeller Christmas tree lighting. I don't know why they light the Christmas tree well in advance of Christmas, but anyway, they do. These and are, uh, the uh, the pro-Palestinians were there in force trying to uh, upset the uh, the Christmas tree lighting. That's not on. The 12 days of Christmas. I wonder what they're going to do for the annual uh, Hanukkah lighting. Oh, it's going to be, I'll tell you what. Are you going to go to Federation Square? It's going to be, oh, I keep don't know. Keep away, keep away. I'll tell you what. Anyway, um, let's go on to another couple. Um, you know that we've got, I mentioned last week, we've got 20,000 Sri Lankans who are going to uh, apply for visas to come and work in Israel because you know that there's a lot of uh, need for farm workers and construction workers in Israel. Well, now we've got Malawians. So Malawi, Malawi is going through an economic crisis and uh, do you know that more than 220 Malawians flew to Israel last Shabbos and there are another 200 that are flying this Wednesday and they reckon there's going to be up to 5,000 Malawians that may look to go to Israel over the next few months. So you're going to have Sri Lankans, you're going to have Malawians. They might be coming from all over the world. It's going to be highly multicultural in Israel. Lots of different workers. Anyway, it's nice to see. Um, I did mention, uh, I read uh, as I was having uh, a cup of coffee this morning, reading the front page of the Herald Sun, Nova Peres. Do you remember Nova Peres? She was an ex-Labor senator. She was a hockey Olympian First for Australia. First win a gold medal. Yep. Nova Paris. Well, she came out and she said, this is not us, quoting her words. This is not us. And what she's saying is that all this stuff, this anti-Semitism, anti-Israel, etc., etc., as a Aboriginal, she's saying, and as an Australian, she's saying, this is not Australian. We shouldn't be doing this. And where you've got Palestinians who are aligning themselves to First Nations, nah, she says, it's not, uh, it's not kosher. Not kosher for her, Nova Perez. Well done, Nova. Tel Aviv. Do you know in uh, 2021 it was the most costly city to live in? It dropped to uh, third in 2022. And last year, according to a survey, um, it, it plunged to eighth. Um, Israel's inflation rate, when it was number one, was over 5%. But 
but the inflation rate has uh, plunged down to 2.7 as of October, but still above the government's target range of between 1% and 3%. But uh, you might be able to afford a... uh, to come down from $50 million, a penthouse, uh, Gary, to uh, about $28 million. You might be in there with a chance. I'm in there with a chance. Yeah. If Mendel wins Tatslotto this week, you, 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 you're, you're good to go. Um, <laughs> you know who was number one, the most costly city to live in? Singapore. Really? Yeah, pretty much equal with Zurich. Number two or number three was New York, of course. Geneva, followed by Hong Kong and L.A. You won't believe who was the cheapest city of the 173 cities covered by the EIU, the Economic Intelligence Unit of the Worldwide Cost of Living Survey. The cheapest place to live in? Upper Kambakta West. Close. It's not far away from this city. Damascus, Syria. Oh, right. <laughs> you you can afford uh, to buy half of Damascus, uh, Gary. I don't want half of Damascus. You don't want half of Damascus. Now, um, this is an interesting one. Only two left, uh, Gary. Um, there is a firm, one of Israel's major publishers of holy texts, and books, Koren Jerusalem, K-O-R-E-N, they have um, printed, well, in the first week after October the 7th, 8,000 pocket editions of the Chumash, prayer books, to Hillims and so forth, so that the soldiers could put them in their pockets. And uh, in the first week... They printed 15,000 copies, which were sent to IDF soldiers with commentaries by Rashi and Onkelos. And, of course, this goes with all the tzitzit that have been made worldwide, including here in Australia. And soldiers requested to fill in to wear into battle. This is from soldiers that have never worn fillin or tzitzit had never davened, they want all this stuff. Can you imagine wearing tefillin into battle with the tzitzis flying everywhere? So I tell you what, if someone with tefillin and tzitzis flying approached me, I'd do a runner. <laughs> <laughs> so, there you go. Now, I've got a good one about Marilyn Monroe, but it's a bit about Hanukkah. Shall we leave it yeah, for next no, week? We've got time. All right, okay. Well, Marilyn Monroe, interestingly enough, um, do you know that she converted to Judaism? Yeah, married to Arthur Miller. Arthur Miller. Before marrying Jewish playwright Arthur Miller, she uh, converted to Judaism, and uh, her future mother-in-law, before the wedding gave her a menorah as a conversion gift. Now, this menorah played music, um, and it's called the Marilyn Menorah, M.M. (laughs) And um, the current owner says Mrs. Miller brought back from Jerusalem a menorah with a wind-up music box in the bass that plays the Hatikva, Israel's national anthem. 
It's featured in the Jewish Museum in New York City's exhibit, Becoming Jewish. But sadly, you can't wind it up anymore. So there you go. The Marilyn Menorah. It's actually called the Marilyn Monroe-rah. Uh, Marilyn Monroe-rah. Moshe, their marriage, I think, lasted only 15 months. I think, Gary, yeah, it wasn't. I got no idea. Yeah. I don't know, but there you go. Um, There's a few were like that to convert to Judaism. Liz Taylor. I think yes, was another one. Definitely. Um Sammy Davis Jr. Yes. was another one. Yep. Um Yeah. Liz Taylor married Eddie Fisher. Eddie Fisher. Mm. There you go. So uh look, there's a there's lots of other stories. How are we going for Oh, we got a little bit of time. We've got a little little bit of time. Let's music. just uh let's just uh, a couple a couple from Australia. So we finish off with a couple of Australia. Anyway, you know that there's 800 temporary visas being issued to Gazans by uh, by your favourite woman, Penny Wong Mendel. Penny Wong. Yeah. So, uh, well, you know, they're saying, oh, I don't know, it's, uh, it's a bit dicey having these Gazans come. But she says they have to go through rigorous scrutiny They've got to go through the regular scrutinous channel. But, look, at the end of the day, how do you know? You know, these Gazans, they've been 17 years under Hamas control and uh, a lot of them would have been school-conditioned in Palestinian schools to hate and to have a violent streak particularly towards Jews I don't know, what do you reckon Mendel it's a hard one, it's a hard one but uh, look, uh, I don't know I wouldn't be letting them in that uh, that simply, but anyway we've got the Hindus the Hindus they they reckon the Jewish and Hindu life is pretty similar because uh, you know Judaism is about non-violence we only we only uh, attack those that attack us. And uh, the Hindu religion, they have a thing called Ahimsa. Ahimsa is non-violence. And they reckon that Hinduism and Judaism follows very similar basic principles. So uh, the Hindu community in Australia, the Hindu Council of Australia, they are uh, saying... uh, they're uh, there for the Jews. What about this woman, Faruqi, the answer summit in the Senate? Well, there's been calls for her to resign. Um, member for Wentworth, Allegra Spender, Spender she labelled Faruqi extremely harmful and blatantly anti-Semitic. Um, there's been a lot of... Uh, she's She's got a lot of flack. This Faruqi, she should pick up and uh, go and live in Gaza, as far as I'm concerned. Um, we talked about the Jewish businesses being targeted. Um, federal law to outlaw Nazi salutes. Well, it's a bit about time. Originally, the Labor Party weren't into it, but now uh, the government, yes, uh, the government yesterday, which. Uh, amended legislation introduced in June adding public Nazi salutes as a criminal offence. Attorney-General Mark Dreyfus stated 
that uh, there is no place in Australia for acts and symbols that glorify the horrors of the Holocaust and terrorist acts. So I'm not usually a Labor uh, supporter, as you know, Mendel and uh, Gary, but uh, I, I have to take my hat off to them now and call Hakavod to the Labor federal government. We had also Dave Sharma. Now, you know that Dave Sharma is not Jewish. Yes, I A lot that. of people think he is, but he's not. That's he's right. got Indian heritage, mm. but uh, he's just won the pre-selection uh, New South Wales, one of the seats for the Senate. And... Uh, He's going to uh, stand uh, in the next election as a senator. He's taking, uh, he's replacing Senator Maurice Payne, the former foreign uh, minister. And uh, good on Dave Sharma. He's going to be a welcome addition to uh, federal parliament. We had Daniel Aguillon. He uh, retired as president of the JCCV. He's just now been appointed the president of the ECAJ. What's that? What's that mean? That's the Executive Council of Australian Jewelry. Muzzle tough to Daniel. Daniel, you can't keep a good man down. And uh, he's been now made the president of the ECAG after retiring as the president of JCCV. There you go. Uh, What else can I tell you? Uh, Blinken, he's visiting uh, Israel again. I can tell you about the Uniting Church in Snake Valley. Yeah, go on. Uh, Snake Valley is a small country town in Victoria, and the Cargum Uniting Church Congregation is fighting to save its church (coughs) because the uh, congregation is down to about 13 members, and the Uniting Church has put the building up for sale. That's a shame. Whereabouts is that roughly? Where is it? I'll give you an idea. It's 130 k's. Bendigo area? Where it's 27 kilometres west of Ballarat. Oh, Ballarat. <coughs> oh, okay. 100 and... Yeah, it would be about 130, 135k, yeah. We can take it over and uh, convert In it to a shul. Pyrenees. It's a beautiful old building. Well, that is Twatham for another week. And uh, I look forward to uh, another set of twats. I hope you enjoyed them. And... Um, I'll be back next Friday with another series of Twats in Twatum. This is Macy. Enjoy listening to J-Air? Support us and become a member by visiting our website, j-air.com.au. Shall we play a bit of music? Let's play a bit of music and we'll catch our breath and we'll have a Kit Kat. Have a break. Have a break. Yeah, Bathsheba Singers.
Just a couple of uh, quotes and uh, a couple of facts. First of all, an interesting quote that I got over the uh, internet, which is, those who say they are ashamed to be Jewish should take comfort in knowing that we too are ashamed they are Jewish. Those who say they are ashamed to be Jewish should take comfort in knowing that we too are ashamed they are Jewish. So that's the first quote. The second quote that I've got that comes from a good friend of mine, Jack Chester. Thank you, Jack. And he uh, sent me quote of the week. Chaim Weizmann. Chaim Weizmann was the first president of Israel. Chaim Weizmann was once asked by a member of the House of Lords, why do you Jews insist on Palestine, as the member of the House of Lords called it, why do you Jews insist on Palestine when there are so many undeveloped countries you could settle in more conveniently? (laughs) Weizmann answered, that is like me asking you, why do you drive... 20 miles to visit your mother last Sunday when there are so many old ladies living on your street. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Kolakavod. Now, I just want to mention a couple of uh, a couple of facts. Let me bring them up here. Uh, here we go. And the first one is that, just getting it, Okay. Uh, This is a letter from the International Committee of the Red Cross and it's from Geneva, November the 29th, 1944. And it's a letter which says, well, I'm not going to read it out. It's quite a long letter, but they say the Red Cross in 1944 in this official letter, an official letter, We found no trace of installations for exterminating civilian prisoners in Auschwitz. Another letter, Red Cross in 2023. We found no evidence of weapons or hostages 
been kept in hospitals in Gaza. Makes you sick, boys. How does history repeat itself? Mm. Red Cross, they should be totally ashamed of themselves. Just one more fact. You've got one the more theme fact. right for my next story. When, when you talk about hospitals in Gaza, this is a very interesting fact. Here we go. Right. Luxembourg is 2,586 square kilometres. They have 10 hospitals. Malta is 316 square kilometres. They have eight hospitals. Liechtenstein is 160 square kilometres. They have one hospital. Gaza is 45 square kilometres and they have 35 hospitals. Is it just me? Mm-hmm. Or is there something weird about having a hospital almost every kilometre? Well, there's hundreds of kilometres of tunnels that the Israelis have to get into. And a lot of them going underneath hospitals. Correct, Moshe. So there you go. That's We're always looking for people close. with an interest in radio, either presenting your own show or being on the technical side. Become a volunteer now. Head to our website at j-air.com.au. Follow the Get Involved link and click on Become a Volunteer Now. You're listening to 10K Radius on JE88FM. Hope you are enjoying today's show. We've got about 20 minutes left, Gary. Yes. And uh, we've got to say Baruch Day and Ha'emes to the Haskell family. Yesterday was the Levaya of uh, Shaya. Shaya, also known as John. John Haskell. The lo- yesterday was put to rest. May his memory be a blessing. He was born in 1929 in a place in Poland called Wielun, W-I-E-L-U-N. He was from a family of seven children, and uh, when he was 10, he was taken by the Nazis and uh, ended up in different uh, camps, and uh, he saves his life to being, uh, with the, being in hiding with a priest. Along that journey, he went to the Lodge Ghetto. He uh, ended up in Auschwitz-Birkenau, eventually to Buchenwald. He was one of the famous Buchenwald boys that uh, Melbourne should be proud of, and I don't think there's many left now, uh, Meishi. No, there wouldn't be. There wouldn't be. Um, he, he died at the age of uh, 94, and last year... He had the uh, the honour of being awarded an OAM uh, Medal of the Order of Australia, Kolak Avod, for all his achievements, which for many years, something like 22-plus years, he was a volunteer at the Holocaust Museum. He's made an, uh, an enormous contribution there and to Melbourne uh, Jewish Society in general. From all of us here at uh, J.E.R., Baruch Dana Emerson to the uh, the children of Met Mark and Sandy and he was a great grandfather. May you only have Simchas and may his memory be a blessing. Absolutely, absolutely. 
Uh, um, we have a couple of community shout-outs. We'll have to go yep. quick, Moisha. Yeah, very quick. My first one is for um, this coming Tuesday. Gary might come come to this. It's just up the road from you, Gary. The 5th of December, Tuesday. Guest speaker at the Tuesday Seniors Schmooze Day is Rosalie Silverstein from the Posh Op Shop. What oh, a fantastic you, job she does. And I think she's Absolutely. an OAM as well yeah. and great supporter of... Uh, Jay Air over the years. This coming Tuesday, the 5th of December, 10.30am till 12. She'll have a talk there, followed by uh, refreshments. Get on, get along to that one. One more from me before I hand yep. it over to you, Moisha, yep. is next Saturday evening, the 9th of December, uh, Linda Nirons and Sean Rubenstein are running a big Hanukkah dance party at uh, a venue in East Mentley. You have to book or else you won't get in because their bookings are uh, Going closing yep. soon because they're filling spaces. You must go onto their Facebook page, Melbourne Jewish Events, 45s to 65s to register. It's going to be a fantastic night with uh, Acme Music Company, with myself, Eddie Moses, and a new girl singer, and plenty of uh, fun, and uh, it'll be a frabrangan. Beautiful. Just very quickly, four announcements. Don't forget, Sunday the 10th of December, that's Sunday week, at the race course, that's Caulfield Race Course, a major unity event, Hanukkah at the race course, a grand menorah lighting, spectacular fireworks, exciting rides, plus a food park, live concert, plus more, in solidarity with Israel, and obviously for Hanukkah, it starts at 4.30pm at the Caulfield Race Course, Station Street, Caulfield East, that's Sunday week, Sunday the 10th of December, starting at 4.30pm. Being the, run by Rabbi Moti Libero. Yeah, Chabad House. House of Caulfield. Mm. Uh, the in the following day, Monday the eleventh of December at one o'clock in the afternoon, the Chabad of Melbourne and St Kilda Shul invite you to Hanukkah at Parliament at Parliament House. Monday the eleventh of December, one o'clock in the afternoon. The guest speakers are going to be the Honorary John Pasuto, MP, Leader of the Opposition, Rabbi Yaakov Glasman, AM, Senior Rabbi of St Kilda Shul. There'll be performances by. Avram Yeh and the Kilda Shul Choir and the MC will be the acclaimed author Rachel Unreich. Lunch is provided. There's no entry cost. You can book at trybooking.com and uh, we'll see you there at Parliament. That's Monday the 11th December at 1pm um, and uh, that's the second. The third announcement is don't forget GIF, Jewish International Film Festival. It's got an extended season, but only until the 6th of December this uh, coming week. Uh, if you want to uh, go, go on to GIF.com uh, and uh, do your bookings, Jewish International Film Festival. And to remind you also that on Sunday week, the 10th of December, is the finish of the exhibition Chagall at the Jewish Museum of Australia in Elmo Road, St Kilda. So if you want to see the exhibition, yeah, Sunday the 10th of December is the last day. So uh, get there and uh, you will enjoy yourself. They're the four announcements that I wanted to make. Beautiful. Gary, it's time for a bit of Yiddish and then yep. we'll get into yeah. the Torah. Yeah, absolutely. Topic. A bit of Yiddish for in the... Here we go. The best religion is the MS. The best lie is the truth. Correct, Moshe. A ligde mis 
Huben agitten zichon. A uh, a life uh, must have a good memory. Boy, you got two out of two, Moshe. You're on fire. Oh yeah. Here's number well, three, the dritte. The one? Wenn sein Wort wollt geben ar brick, wollt men meie gehat ariber zugen. Well, if his word had uh, greater uh, strength or influence or importance or yeah. foundation, that you know, uh, yeah. What's yeah the rest you of got it? it. You got yeah. it. I'll give you yeah. a three, uh, half a point. Would his word be a bridge people would be afraid to cross yeah uh we'll have a look at two more der emis schwimmt rauf wie beimel eufen wasser ah okay the truth uh swims uh well floats you could say floats, like oil yeah. on water oh spot on moisha you get these gary i got that one okay in handelschaft is nitte kein Bruderschaft. So in the dealings, uh, in there business. isn't. Uh, yeah, in business dealings, you could say. Uh, what was the rest of it? Sorry. Uh, in Handelschaft is nitte kein Bruderschaft. There is no such thing as brotherhood. Or buddies. There's yeah, no buddies yeah, or friends in yeah, business. Yeah. Don't uh, go into business with your family, they say That's sometimes. It. Yep. Uh, here you are. Unless it's your motion. father's business. Anna, not Anna. An ignorant person stays an ignorant person. A fool, fool's a fool. fool. A fool. Yeah. That's it for a bit of Yiddish for the week. <gasps> Wonderful. I know a, a saying regarding the swimming pool. This is gold shined off in blute. Drex schwimmt auf dem Wasser. Oh, there you go. Ay, ay, ay. Gary was saying that shit minutes. flows on water. Mm. Anyway. The crap. Yeah. The crap, yeah. Now, yeah. what are we doing now? Uh, the Torah reading. Just go through the Shabbos candle lighting again, oh, Gary. yes, okay. Uh, we've got to talk about Henry Well, Kissinger. Shabbos candle lighting, you're looking for it, Gary. Is it 8.08? Eight? Eight? Yep. Uh, Shabbos ends at 9.13 or 14. That's it. And it's both daylight saving time. There you go. Go for it. The parasha tomorrow yes. we're reading is called Vayishlach. Yes. Vayishlach Yaakov Melochim. It opens with these words. Lefonov El Eisavachiv. Yaakov sent messages ahead of, to his brother Esau in the land of Seir, S-E-I-R, the country of Edom, and instructed him, etc., etc. I'm looking at that word, Moshe, Vayishlach. It, it's related to the root word Shaliach. Right. which means um, a messenger, an emissary. Yep. And I'm getting from this word that every Yid, although no matter where he is, must be a shaliach to spread Yiddishkeit wherever he goes. And that's, I think, the uh, mission of all Chabadniks. Wherever they are, yep. they want to spread a well, bit Well, that's of why we're in Golas, in, the, in the diaspora. That's why we stay here, in order to spread the word. And tomorrow, Moshe, for your information, we're reading one of the longest parsha in the entire Torah. It's not the longest. Nasur is uh, the longest. Well, make, sh- make sure you have your uh, cornflakes <laughs> beforehand. <laughs> and we read uh, 
beginning with the famous episode of how Yaakov, Jacob, sent messages, as I mentioned, ahead to find Esau's attitude towards him after 34 years, would you believe? He deployed the strategy to first offer gifts, then to Davin to pray, and if everything else fails, to, uh, to stand up and have a fight. The Parsha also includes the famous encounter between Yaakov and the angel of Esau, the abduction of Dina, and the subsequent revenge of Shimon and Levi, the death of Rachel following the birth of Benjamin, and the death of uh, Yitzchok Avinu at yeah. the age of a hindered nacht, Gary, 180. Yeah. Yaakov, uh, sorry, Yitzchok died five years more than Yaakov, uh, Avraham Avinu. Moishu 120 years, Avraham 175, Yitzhak 180. Sadikim lived for 180 years, 10 yep. times. Uh, Can you ten imagine times the high. number of candles on the cake? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bushfire City. And uh, as I mentioned, uh, we can talk about actually just a, a quick uh, little note here. Rachel died and she was buried on the road to Ephrat. Now, we, we talked about this, and which is in Bethlehem nowadays, yes, Moshe. I've been to her and the question her is, why didn't Jacob uh, bury Rachel in the cave of Machpelah, where Adam and Eve and Abraham and Sarah and Yitzchak and Revka were buried? The answer is this. Instead, he buried her at the crossroads of Bethlehem in accordance with the divine command, where Rachel's children would in the future be exiled by the bandit Nebuchadnezzar to Babylonia. They would pass Rachel's tomb. She would entreat God for mercy for her children and God would listen to her prayer. That's a quick summary of the Parsha. Yes, so the things that I get out of the Parsha which are relevant to today Dina, the daughter of Jacob. And Leah. She was, yeah. Yep. She was the, uh, she was kid, well, well she was, she was basically actually made a hostage mm, by the Prince of Shechem. Correct. And she was well, one of the commentaries is that she was raped. Yes. And how um, relevant it is today that we have Israeli women who were kidnapped and made hostage in Gaza and raped. Exactly. So we have a, uh, a correlation between Correct. this week's Pasha and uh, those situations. That's the first thing. The second thing is, is the... N renaming of Yaakov mm. to a Yisrael. very, very important name, which is Israel, yes. which in English is Israel. Which means I struggled and I prevailed. Correct. Correct. So what I want to bring God up here... It could mean yeah. as well. So what I want to bring up here is this. There is a huge difference between Judaism, Israel, and Islam. The big difference is Israel, there is an English translation that it's to do with striving, wrestling with God. Jacob were, had a psychological breakdown and he was striving to know who he was and he was actually wrestling with God 
over his identity. Moshe, some say yeah. he, was res- he was wrestling with Asaph's guardian angel. Yeah, whatever it was, well, he was yeah. wrestling. Now, the thing is, so Israel and Judaism is about striving. Striving for what? It's about striving to be a better person. So this is what Israel is about. Islam, on the other hand, I have been told, is about submission. You submit to God, to Allah's word and teachings of the Prophet Muhammad. So it's submission as against striving. Submission means effectively that you don't move forward. Because someone has told you that you are what you are and that there's no movement. You can't argue against it. But striving means that you have an opportunity, a potentiality to change, to move forward, to develop, to evolve. And that's what we Jews are. We continue to evolve, to develop, to expand. That's why the last word of the Chumash, of the Old Testament of the Bible, is Yisrael, because it's not the end of the story. The Chumash, the five books of Moses, is not the end of the story. We go on to the Nach, which is prophets and kings and so forth. Our role as Jews is always to be a light to the nations. We are a community. We are a family. Our job, our mission is to integrate and cooperate. We need to show equality, not superiority or domination like Islam. We're about integration and cooperation. We're about unity, not division. We, we hold with tradition, just like Islam, but our is ev- ev- evolution. Theirs is non-movement. We are prepared to negotiate. We are prepared to discuss. They refuse to discuss. They refuse to negotiate. And so when we protest, when we have marches, We carry both flags. We carry the Israeli flag and we carry the flags of our country. We carry Australian flags. You'll see images of Israeli, pro-Israelis carrying Israeli flags and Australian flags. In England, they carry Israeli and British flags. In America, Israeli and and American flags. Pro-Palestinians, you'll only see the Palestinian flag. And this is the difference. We are a family. We will continue to be a family. We will continue to survive and we will continue to grow. I'm Yisrael Chai! Oh, mate, no issue. You've been listening to 10K Radius and as is our custom, this program is dedicated to the six million who cannot tell their story. And we'd like to invite you to listen again next Friday at 10 o'clock on JFM. Thank you for listening. See you next week. Shabbat shalom to everyone.